Welcome to the J. Kim Show, Hong Kong's first dedicated podcast on investing in Asia. Join us as we survey the land and discover the greatest companies and most profitable investment opportunities in Asia. If this is your first time listening, thank you for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week with the goal of providing actionable insights to you, the listener, with every single episode. And now, on to the show. This week's show guest is Cheryl Mack, CEO of StartCon. StartCon hosts the largest startup and growth event in Australia with over 3,000 attendees and features big-name speakers from the world's biggest technology companies. Cheryl is also an active mentor for young entrepreneurs in the Sydney startup ecosystem. Cheryl, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jay. So uh, for the audience listening in, maybe you can give us a little bit of background of yourself uh, and how you, you, know, how you came up, uh, where you're from, and how you ended up uh, running StartCon. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so I actually grew up in Canada. Um, I grew up in Ontario. Mm-hmm. So my parents had their own um, company, so I was kind of born into, born into startup land. Um, I went to school in Vancouver in Canada. And when I graduated, I, uh, you know, I started working for a bunch of little startups and you know, helping them figure out their marketing, kind of working myself out of a job as I automated things and then going on to the next startup. I then decided to move to Sydney, Australia, um, just for you know a change of scenery. Uh, it's supposed mm-hmm. to be a two-year thing, but it's turned into much, much more. And uh, yeah, so and then you know I I started working for Freelancer.com, and at the time, um, you know they were looking at um, you know they just kind of started this this conference thing, but it it wasn't anything. You know, it was like a one-day event, and so I was like, look, let me let me take this. I'll run with it. I can, you know, I can turn this into something really special. So that's how I I started working at StartCon. That's a that's a pretty cool background because uh, it sounds like your parents kind of almost indoctrinated you to become to to into the startup world, uh, which is which is I think it's it's uh, refreshing to hear. Um, you know, my parents wanted me to be a doctor. So <laughs> <laughs> um, so and then you also have worked with Startup Grind as well, which uh, which I work with here in Hong Kong. Is, is that right? Yeah. So I started. Started the Vancouver chapter of Startup Grind, so pretty early on, um, you know, I realized the, the the amazing people that you meet through the startup community, and that I really wanted to foster that. So, you know, I, I knew I was passionate about helping startups, and so I started the Vancouver chapter. And then when I moved to Sydney, there was nobody running the Sydney chapter, so I uh, ran the Sydney chapter of um, Startup Grind for a year before StartCon. Uh, you know, became became a little too much uh, to do both. <laughs> right. Okay. And and so and then just quickly on freelancer.com. Um, uh, is that, I mean, it's, is that, is that exactly what it sounds like? Uh, you know, almost like a, just like a Fiverr type uh, company. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. So freelancer.com is actually the world's largest crowdsourcing and, uh, and marketplace for freelancing and crowdsourcing in the world, um, in terms of the number of jobs that are posted. So yes, similar to Fiverr, but actually much better. Oh, okay. Great. Um, I, I actually haven't, uh, I've used Fiverr before and, and some of the other ones, but I've never used freelancer. Um, so something I'll definitely check out. And then what was the, uh, you said that there was a, they were doing, they were hosting some sort of a one day event. And then you said, Hey, look, we could do a lot better with this. So what, what was that? <laughs> so what did that look like before? Yeah. So the event, what it was before was something called Sid Start. And it was basically a one day, uh, unprofitable event that, uh, was just kind of started by someone, um, on the side and he was just doing it as a volunteer thing because, uh, you have to, what you have to realize is that, what is it, nine years ago, 
uh, when he first started doing this in Australia, there, there was nothing, there was no events for startups. So this was right. just like your kind of local meetup and freelancer.com was like, look, that's, that's really valuable. Um, and the guy that was running it was like, I can't do this anymore. It's, it's grown, grown too big. And so they were like, Hey, Cheryl, like, do you, like, do, do you have any interest in doing this? You're already running startup grind. Like, would you want to see if you can do anything with this? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I think that, you know, I think that we can really turn this into something special. So I, you know, I created StartCon, uh, but it, it was born out of, out of something called Sid Start. Um, but look, at, at the end of the day, like there's, there's always been events. It's, it's about how you build it and what you do with it. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, it sounds a little bit like how Hong Kong's ecosystem has developed. You know, <laughs> when I first sort of dabbled in it, which was nearly 10 years ago, you know, I, after the financial crisis is when I started getting interested in startups and early stage investing and Hong Kong had zero ecosystem back then. So I basically, I was flying back and forth from Silicon Valley trying to just, uh, you know, uh, satisfy my appetite and, uh, and desire to learn. But in the last sort of five years, things have uh, rapidly accelerated. And I'm sure it's a similar scene there in Sydney. Um, so let's talk about StartCon. You know, I mean, I, I, I think from, from when you look at the website and you look at sort of, uh, and, and, and after speaking with you, it, it's almost like uh, just one of these huge sort of uh, uh, events, uh, startup focused. Um, the closest parallel that I think is is probably like Rise, which is a huge conference here in Hong Kong. And this is what I think it was the third year and I've been involved every, you know, every year. And it's just every year just gets, keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I'm super excited uh, for what you're doing there, because I really think that the potential right now is huge. Um, and in five years time, it's probably, you know, going to be this huge, huge uh, global event. So um, why don't you walk us through uh, sort of what what StartCon is and uh, what you guys hope to achieve? Yeah, absolutely. So StartCon, as you mentioned, is uh, the largest startup and growth conference in Australia. We're actually about 4,000 attendees and hoping oh, to okay. get more this year. Um, yeah, look, we, we, grow su- we grew super fast as well. So, you know, I started doing this um, three and a half years ago, almost four now. And, you know, just in that time, we've we've doubled our attendees. Uh, so I think, you know, absolutely, we're, we're, we're growing really fast. And we, we're hoping to be, um, you know, a global force in, in the space. So we're, we're very, you're right, we're very similar to, to Rise in that, you know, we have um, four or five different stages, an expo with all different tech companies, as well as Startup Alley, uh, with many startups uh, exhibiting there, we feature a pitch competition, um, which I'll explain a little bit on later. Um, but yep. we also have lots of fun things like like, um, you know, a fintech track and uh, even a corporate innovation track, networking events, VIP lunches and uh, and a hackathon even, and just so many amazing things. We also do a, a coding camp for kids. So we're really big into helping, oh. um, you know, helping grow that next generation of STEM entrepreneurs. So yeah, yeah there's just, it's it's really like two, two full on days of, of, you know, basically I call it a festival for startups, right? It's like you go to a music festival, but this is more around focused on the tech side of things. So one of the things that we do differently from a lot of other conferences, particularly here in Australia, is that we really focus on bringing in international speakers. So we try to bring in like huge international names. Last year, we had like the CEO of Crunchbase, the CEO of Moz, the CEO of Dribbble, 
CML class pass. So these are names that like, you got to remember Australia is this like giant island, right? And it's pretty hard for people to get there. (laughs) So we tend to, you know, become this kind of bubble and it's really hard for Australian startups to, to go global. Um, And so, you know, our mission is to help local startups become global sustainable businesses. And we feel that one of the best ways of doing that is by exposing them to global ideas and global minds. As we expand across Asia Pacific, we hope to bring that to to other startups as well, and and really just try to bring the biggest names possible out. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty important to do that because, uh, as you said, uh, you know, Australia is kind of like an island <laughs> in the South Pacific, but you know, I mean, it, more so, it's it's just a matter of uh, of, of exposure, you know, and and uh, what you're doing is exactly the right thing to be doing. Uh, I faced a similar issue uh, five or six years ago here. Hong Kong before things really kicked up. There was just no education, right? There was no community. There was no uh, venue or or avenue for large speakers, successful startup founders or VCs to come and educate the the people of Hong Kong of what early stage investing is and why it is an investable asset class. And so because most of the people here in Hong Kong have made their money just through property, (laughs) pretty much, they didn't really know that there was this whole new thing that we could support, you know, and get involved. And so I think that... uh, you know, this this these sorts of events is is basically the only way to move the ecosystem forward. And of course, uh, you know, Australia's uh, it's it's coming up. You know, I mean, uh, during Rise, actually, I interviewed uh, Cameron Adams, who's uh, yeah. you know the, one of the co-founders of uh, Canva, which is I believe Australia's Australia. unicorns. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I think that's a big win for Australia. Hopefully, when when it you know has an exit or goes public or whatever they want to do with their company. But it's a you know I think these are the things that data points that move the ecosystem forward. So I think it's great what you're doing. Obviously, you have a lot of traction. You just mentioned a bunch of big name speakers uh, that are that have come through, and I'm sure you have a great lineup for this year as well. Oh, we do. Um, I'm so as, excited. Yeah. As far as um, as far as sort of how is, is does freelancer now are do are they basically the main sort of you know corporate sponsor that helps with funding it? Um, you know how how does the the revenue model there at StarCon work. Obviously, you sell tickets for the events. Um, you know, I, I imagine that it, they're pretty fairly high priced because uh, you know it's a it's a full two days of a bunch of different things that you can uh, attend, right? Yeah. So Freelancer is obviously one of our major sponsors. Um, they do own part of the company that um, you know the, we are our own company, um, but we are owned by Freelancer.com as well. So uh, look, they you know they've been our biggest supporters even before I've been running it. They've you know like Freelancer. And, and Matt Berry, the CEO and founder of Freelancer.com, has been a huge supporter of the startup ecosystem and, and hope and you know looking to grow it here in Australia and to really support it. So um, yeah, look, they're they're a sponsor, but they're also a really big supporter in many other ways. Got it. Okay. Um, and then so let's let's talk about uh, the the pitch event because uh, basically, uh, if you look on right on the middle of the website, it says pitch for one million dollars, which is a pretty big deal. You know, I mean, I, I don't. I, I know that um, uh, Rise and, and these sorts of events usually have pitch competitions, but I don't think I've ever seen a, a prize this big. So maybe you can talk to us a little bit about that because I, I, I imagine this is a, <clears throat> one of the, the, the major draws of Starcom. It is, absolutely. So I'm super excited about the Pitch for One Million competition. So we've always had a pitch competition as part of the conference. So um, you know, we've, we've brought in, last year we had about 100 startups that pitched in the pitch competition, which is by far the largest um, in... You know, in Australia 
at least. Uh, one of the things that we do a little bit differently is uh, we, you know, we, we have a very loose selection um, process for the startups. And I can expand a little bit more on, on why we do that and why it makes it super cool. Yes. Um, but essentially the pitch competition. So last year we had about 100 startups that pitch. But when I looked at the data for who those startups were, I noticed that like 90% of them were just from Sydney and Melbourne. And I was like, well, you know, our mission is to help, you know, all at the time as Australian startups become global sustainable businesses. And, you know, we're, we're really not giving enough startups in the country that opportunity. So I was like, well, how do we make it more accessible? So figured, well, if we can host, you know, regional final events in all of the cities across Australia, and the winners will actually fly them out so that they have that chance to get on the main stage at StartCon in front of, you know, 4,000 people. And then I thought, well, if, you know, we're going to do this across Australia, and our hope is to go global one day, well, maybe we should just do this across Asia Pacific. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of on this mission to get Australia more included in, in Asia. So when people say, hey, you know, I'm expanding across Asia, it's like, oh, hey, I'm expanding across Asia Pacific, because I think right. that Australia focuses a little bit too much on the US, when we have this huge opportunity to really partner with, um, you know, with countries and, and economies in Asia. So that was part of the reason why I was like, look, let's do this across Asia Pacific. And then I was like, well, if we're going to go and find the best startups across Asia Pacific and put them on a global stage, we should probably have a really good prize for that. So <laughs> I was like, well, let's, you know, let, let me go pitch this to VCs. And, and I know that I kind of stole the idea a little bit from other pitch competitions that are global. Sure. So I know that, you know, there's the get in the ring where they offer a million dollars. So that's a global one, though. There's nothing in Asia Pacific specifically that um, that offers this large of a prize for just the APAC region. So right. I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's pitch some VCs. So I got Right Click Capital on board, who are part of the Draper Venture Network, to put right. up a one million dollar term sheet for the winning startup. Wow, that's that's incredible. Um, yeah, I, I I think that that's also very important. You know, one of the the other sort of big picture issues that I want to just make mention of that I'm sure you guys <coughs> experience in Australia as well is um, in Hong Kong. Uh, there aren't a lot of VCs, and so when startups sort of get gain traction and and they're looking for uh, to move move up that funding chain uh, curve, so to speak, a lot of them end up leaving, right? And they, they yeah. go to they go to Silicon Valley or, you know, and I'm sure the same thing happens in Australia. They'll, they'll Absolutely. Just so I think it's really important that uh, what you're doing and and to, to prove that, hey, look, you know, we can grow, we can home place. grow yeah. companies, you know, like Canva and, and the sorts. And so you don't have to move uh, <laughs> away, you know, keep the talent here yeah, and show exactly. the world that, that Australia has, has what it takes. Okay, so uh, let's move into the uh, a little bit dig a little bit deeper into this so you said that there's going to be regional uh i mean sorry yeah regional pitch competitions which will lead up to sort of a main pitch competition and for a million dollars can you explain a little bit about how you're going to run the regional events yeah, absolutely. So there's actually quite a few stages. Um, we've structured it in a way to really allow as many startups as possible to participate in some way, shape, or form. So uh, basically, we have um, we have these regional final events, uh, which are happening in, um, I think, about 10, 10 or more cities across Asia Pacific. So we have all the major cities in Australia, obviously, Brisbane, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth, and Darwin. Uh, we have New Zealand on the line pretty quick. And then in Asia, we're doing doing uh, Manila, Jakarta, Singapore, uh, Shanghai, uh, and then we have Seoul and um, Mumbai who haven't 
come online yet in terms oh, of nice. um, launch, but very, very close. So we have some some really awesome um, cities and uh, and basically startups can apply to that city. They can also apply virtually so they can actually pitch virtually and either get a fast track to the finals in their regional city or even a fast track to the finals in Sydney, Australia. So oh. we, we not only have the, the cities that they can attend, but they can actually also pitch virtually. So really um, trying to give that opportunity to as many startups as possible because a lot of startups, uh, you know, that yeah, when they get a bit of traction and they kind of pop out of out of the fray, you know, they start to get a lot of attention. But there's like there's a lot of really amazing talent that have gotten that traction but haven't gotten noticed. And those are the ones that we're trying to find uh, for whatever reason they've you know maybe they haven't pitched well enough in the past. So we have a pitch workshop. Um, I did it you know I did it yesterday in, in Adelaide for the startups there. And you know I talked to guys like yeah we've got we've got revenue we've got our first customers. I just, I've self-funded it because I haven't really, you know, I haven't really gone out and, and done the whole pitching thing. And I'm like, right. that's nuts. Like if, you know, if I can help you get the money you need to scale, then, you know, that's going to be a pretty big success for me. So um, yeah, in terms of the the selection process, um, as right. I said, we've, we've actually kept it uh, fairly loose. A lot of pitch competitions, you know, they pick a vertical or they, they really restrict on the stage. But for me, it's about trying to help as many startups that are looking for funding get that funding and you know as an event organizer yes i have a lot of experience in startups but you know my my team we're not the best people to be deciding who you know which startups an investor is going to be interested in so so the process that you know that we do we actually try to allow for as many startups who fit you know our criteria to have that chance to pitch and because we have such amazing judges for each event we've got like 18 judges it actually creates its own filter that um that actually filters down into, you know, helping us get the best startups on that final stage. So, but at the end of the day, you know, there's, there's so many startups that are getting their, their, their pitching on a stage for the first time, they're getting that recorded. And then any investor that attends any event can watch the pitches from all of the events. So that Mm. just gives them that, you know, even if they don't make it to that final global stage, we've still put them on a global stage by giving, by recording their pitch and making it available to all investors investors who attend any event in, in any city. That's awesome. And is there any sort of, uh, I mean, is it basically any sort of tech, tech startup? I mean, or is there any sort of focus areas like hardware or software or? or nope, no you know? focus areas. So any technology startup that is serious about raising funding, we're uh, between the seed to series A phase. Got it. Okay. Uh, That's awesome, Cheryl, because um, like you said, a lot of these uh, companies, uh, while they might be amazing ideas with amazing founders, they just haven't had the experience to pitch. You know, I see it all the time when I go to demo days, even, Uh, you know, a lot of these, these, they they just, that's not on the, on their mind. And it's a marketing is a very important uh, tool and aspect of, of being a startup founder. And it's the only way that you can get to the next level uh, is to practice your pitch basically. And so uh, what you're doing is, is great. I think I love the idea of sort of virtual pitch and allowing uh, you know them to have that recorded sort of reel that they can now show. So it's a win-win for for both sides. Um, and I will just say that uh, you know on your list of cities, you didn't mention Hong Kong, but I'll just tease this out there that we're working on something uh, with my company, EEG Explorer Equity Group with, uh, with Starcon. So hopefully we have that uh, up and running soon, Cheryl. Um, I'm just going to leave it there because I don't want to overpromise so <laughs> and under deliver. But um, 
um, yeah, we have something special for 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 uh, Hong Kong, and I hope uh, that we can help support what you guys are doing in the region. Um, I just want to uh, look to wrap up, but I have a, a couple of, uh, more questions. So, uh, first of all, um, just sort of broad strokes, uh, as you are pretty in, in touch with uh, what's going on there in the startup community in Australia, I just want to hear your thoughts on sort of what are the, some of the major trends that you're seeing uh, in sort of the next sort of four to five years. Are there any sort of things that excite you particularly about uh, Australia's startup ecosystem? Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited about the Australian uh, startup ecosystem. There's a lot of really good stuff happening. Um, and I think Australia, the, the government has really, um, in the last couple of years, really started focusing and they've realized how important it is to foster that ecosystem. So they're, they're making some pretty giant strides um, towards making the right, um, I guess, you know, decisions and, and the right procedures in order to really foster that. Um, and, you know, I mentioned, you know, looking to get Australia more included in, uh, in Asia Pacific region, um, the, you know, the, the Australian government is, is loading a lot of programs um, to, to even foster that as well. So they've realized that as well. So like the, you know, there's um, an Australia India program, they've pumped like, you know, a million or $2 into, um, into fostering those relationships and, and knowledge, knowledge exchange between um, New South Wales and India, as well as Australia and India, which is fantastic. Um, wow. We have in Adelaide a very uh, a focus on har- um, deep tech and hardware and um, and space tech as well, which is really cool. So I think we're going to see um, some really cool stuff come out of uh, Adelaide in the in the next couple of years. That's where um, Elon Musk has put his battery. By the way, for those of you who are not sure, sure ah, where, yeah. um, Adelaide <laughs> is in Australia. Yeah, um, and and look, I think we're 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 putting a bigger focus on the advanced tech um, in general. So I think you know Australia. Australia is 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 kind of an interesting country because there's a lot you know there's a lot of money here and there's you know definitely an, we're definitely an advanced technology um, ecosystem where you know we have we have advanced technologies but we also have a limited market so that means that we need to leverage our neighbors and you know we just haven't quite done that yet so I'm really excited about the, that next step where right. we can start to leverage the markets of some of our neighbors. Got it. Yeah, I mean I think that like the world is getting smaller because of the internet and that's a good thing and if we can leverage the internet to basically connect uh you know australia with with the rest of the world and and make sure that it's not just a little island floating out in the south pacific (laughs) that would be great um cheryl thanks so much for your time and for explaining and and sharing with uh with us the wonderful stuff that you're working on starcon just sort of uh logistics wise um when is the event how can my listeners if they're interested get tickets to it uh you know that sort of good stuff yeah absolutely so go to startcon.com. If you want to go to the pitch competition, go to startcon.com slash pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, look, Startcon, uh, the conference in Sydney, Australia, is happening on November 30th and December 1st. So mm-hmm. you can grab tickets to that. Uh, the pitch competitions are happening uh, in the cities that I listed be- basically between now and like November 15th. So head to startcon.com and pick your city. Uh, if you don't have, if, you, you know, if you're not located in one of those cities and can't travel there, then jump onto the virtual pitch right. and, uh, and do that. And hopefully 
hopefully we'll see you at one of those one of those cities between now and like November 15th. And then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be seeing the top 30 startups at StartCon in Sydney. So yeah, that's that's how you should jump on. That's amazing. And uh, with it in Sydney, where where's the actual event? Is it at a conference center or something like that? <laughs> it's actually not. We've um, we've booked out the Randwick race course. So race, oh, wow. horse racing is a big thing here in Australia. So we take over the whole race course. It's like four levels. It's beautiful because it's sunny and it's summer out in December. So you know, there's food trucks outside and you can go sit on the lawn and the you know there's glass because they obviously want to be able to see the race course. So everything's all glass and there's light streaming in and wow. so we, we we take over all four wow. levels: the ballroom, the for the main stage, and the lower level is the expo. So it's it's really cool. It's it's the kind of place you want to spend a day out. You know, it's not in this enclosed uh, yeah. basement bay of totally. uh, of a conference center. That's awesome. I mean, Hong Kong people love racehorsing too. And uh, <laughs> oh, awesome. well, there we go. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like it, you know. I mean, look, I, I I work with Rise here in Hong Kong, and so I'm I'm not trying to knock them, but it's it's literally in the convention center, which is where all the yeah. major conferences <laughs> are and it's you know indoors it's basically like a big warehouse so yeah. uh, the, the race course with glass sounds amazing i mean that, that just sounds like so much uh, so much cooler uh, so uh, i'm definitely going to come down for that cheryl and uh look we we really appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, your story and and talking about starcon and we hope that we can help support it and uh, and yeah thanks again well, i'm looking forward to to seeing some of the the pitches that that come up and, and obviously to the event uh, in this November, December. So thanks again. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Jay. All right. Take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All the show notes and links can be found over at jkimshow.com. Come back often and make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us next week for another exciting episode of The J. Kim Show. I'd love to hear your comments. You can find me on Twitter at jkimmer, J-A-Y-K-I-M-M-E-R. See you guys next week. This podcast is brought to you by Hack Your Fitness, the high achiever's guide to getting ripped in under three hours a week. If you're anything like me, you're probably working a full-time job or jobs and trying to find time to balance family life, social life, and last but not least, fitness. Look, I get it. I'm a full-time investor and entrepreneur myself and father of two. So how am I able to stay fit year-round without spending hours and hours in the gym killing myself on the cardio machine? After struggling for the last 15 years trying every workout and diet under the sun, I finally designed a system that allows me to achieve and maintain single-digit body fat for life in under three hours a week. Cardio not required. Head on over to hackyour.fitness and download my free 13-page guide that teaches you the simple science behind efficient fitness and smart nutrition and gives you everything you need to know to finally take control of your life. That's hackyour.fitness. Yeah.